All right, everyone, welcome to the Sunday, October 23rd, 2022. Uh, it's, it's the <laughs> October, <laughs> I screwed that up myself. It's the October 23rd, 2022 MMA OB Daily Podcast. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm your host, always Adam Martin, Big Marcel. I think it's because it's a Sunday, I'm all screwed up here, Marcel. I'm tongue-tied here, my friend. Um, we don't, you know, obviously don't do the podcast on Sundays, Sundays, guys. We switched it to a Monday show. However, the next three weeks, um, I got some stuff going on. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to a concert. I'm seeing the Smashing Pumpkins and Jane's Addiction. So it's going to be an amazing concert. Marcel, I think you know Smashing Pumpkins. I'm sure you've heard of them. Uh-huh. Um, quite a good band. And then next week, Halloween. It's my daughter's second. We got her a little costume, Marcel. So we got to take her out for Halloween. And then third, uh, going vacation, right? So it's going to be a little different the next couple of weeks, guys. So bear with us. But I appreciate you guys joining us. We've got Glenn, one of our favorites. He's in the chat. How's it going, Glenn? Glad to have you here, my friend. Marcel, man, how's it going? I haven't seen you since, uh, what, Monday, I guess? No, it's been yeah, a week so, How's it going? Uh, all good, man. All good. Uh, a lot of uh, okay. uh, big card this weekend, right? So uh, early card. Yep. I'm not. I know everybody's from the love those early cards. I probably, but I don't really do. But um, yeah, early card and uh, yeah, was uh, some uh, something to talk about, right? I don't. I actually kind of like the early cards, to be honest with you. Although, I, 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 maybe 10 a.m. is a little too early for us. And for you, it would be 4 p.m., I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe yeah. that's a little too early, but I, I prefer the, the earlier ones than like staying up until 2 or 3 in the morning, personally. just It's just different now. Like when I was a single guy, Marcel, like it didn't really matter, you know? But when you got like a young kid that's crying all the time, like it's it's a lot different. So I kind of prefer getting out of the way so I could sleep a little better tonight. Like I slept pretty good last night. So. I have to say that. I, I did. I don't know if Anita did. I mean, she definitely got a few times and I'm like, I'm going to bed. So let's get some more guys in the, in the chat. We've got comments here from SRO. What's going on? Antoine here. What's going on, Antoine? We'll talk about the card in a second, my friend. Hey, Loco, what's up? Another one of our favorites. All you guys are our favorites, Antoine. What do you guys think about Gambrot Turner, Charles, or Theory? Both interesting fights for sure. We'll talk about Marcel. There's so much to talk about. I, I don't know why I can't hide this. Okay, there we go. Um, there's so much to talk about. It's uh, It was a crazy card. There's a lot going on, a lot to get on about, guys. So I say we just get into it right now. UFC 280. Marcel, let's start with the with the main card. Let's start with our picks first off. I mean, dude, it couldn't have started off any better. I got the first six right. I was like, holy shit, it's going to be an amazing day. <laughs> like, It's going to be another perfect card. And then Mohamed wins, which I didn't see happening. And then obviously there were some upsets on the main card, which we didn't predict either. So... Just a crazy, crazy event. But let's start with the main event. I told you last week, Marcel, I was really having a hard time with this fight. I really was. Like, I, I felt like it was 50-50. And because it was 50-50, I just kind of had to go with the proven um, champion. Or I guess he wasn't the champion. You know what I mean? Like, a more the proven guy. Having said that, like you said last week, and you you honestly called him, Marcel, I, I really was so close to, to changing kind of – not really changing, but just kind of going with Islam. Because, like you said, styles make fights. And because of that wrestling – he was able to get to the ground anytime he wanted. But I'll tell you this, Marcel. Let's be honest. The fight didn't play out like how we thought because did you expect Islam to drop Charles Oliveira? I didn't. Islam's never dropped anyone. I, I don't think he has. That was very surprising. And that obviously got the choke right afterwards. That to me was the surprise of the night, the way he dropped him and then submitted him. I wasn't surprised he submitted him, Marcel. I thought he would work him on the ground a little bit. Ground. I thought grounded pound was a possibility. But I didn't expect him to, to, to catch that chin and then drop him and then finish him. So... To me, like, I was waiting to see this for Islam, guys. I'm sure you guys probably feel the same way. I was waiting to see him beat an elite guy like this. And to not only beat him, Marcel, but to dominate him. Because he honestly pretty much dominated the fight. Um, It was very impressive. 
Uh, I'm happy for Islam. He's a great fighter. He's going to be a great champion, I believe. Although he's got a really tough first defense against Volkanovski, apparently. We're going to talk about that in a second, which is insane because I, I was at uh, bowling this morning. I looked up at the scoreboard and they, they had like the highlights on. And I noticed that uh, Volkanovski, I believe, is 12 fight win streak and second is 11 with Makashev. So you have the two guys with the top two win streaks in the UFC going at each other, apparently, which is going to be amazing. Let's get into the fight itself. I want to hear your thoughts on it, Marcelo. Nice pick. It was a great performance by Islam, and uh, I know you expected him to win. But did you uh, did you think he'd drop him and then finish him like that? Give me your thoughts. That he would drop him? No, not really. I thought he would uh, would hit the ground and he would uh, outwork him on the ground and submit him there. Um, Islam is a nasty dude. He knocked him down, and he could have went for ground and pound, but you saw he wanted to get the submission win over the submission master. You know, you saw that, and uh, he got a beautiful, beautiful done. Well, I mean. Yeah, what can you say? It was a perfect performance by Islam, you know, and um, what else to say? You know, I, I think Charles is a great fighter, you know, he, he was a great champion. But, uh, yeah, like you said, Styles make fights, and uh, it's the only fight I predicted right on the main card. So Big card was uh, not easy. Did you pick, no, you pick TJ or Sterling? I can't remember. I picked TJ, man, yeah. I, but I would have never picked him if I knew about what what, what uh, about that injury apparently had. Um, yeah. I mean, what what can you say? Well done by Makachev. You know, he's uh, like uh, he can can be in uh, Khabib's footsteps, right? And um, yeah, beautiful. I mean, what what else can you say? It was a perfect performance, I think. Um, dropped him with, with a good with a good uh, with a good punch, where Oliveira came in with a flying knee, which wasn't smart of his, I think, because that made him unstable, and uh, Makachev could land and a good yeah. submission win. I mean, the thing is like. Why I why I picked I picked Makachev first round submission. It was second round. Yep, why I picked him with with a submission is like uh, Makachev isn't afraid to go with Oliveira to the ground, you know. And you saw the difference here within the in the, all three fights with Chandler, Gaethje, and Poirier mm -hmm. when they had him staggered or they dropped him. They didn't want to go with him to the ground, you know. And mm -hmm. Makachev isn't afraid uh, on the ground to go against Oliveira. So um, yeah. Good submission, man. And actually kind of nasty because he could have won it with ground and pound, I think. But he definitely wanted to win it with a submission, I had the feeling. So, uh, yeah, he did. I mean, well done. And uh, yeah. deserved performance of the night bonus, I guess. Right? Yeah, that's the fourth time Oliver's been finished by submission. It just hasn't happened in so long that I, I kind of figured he cleaned that part of his game up. But, I mean, listen, the guy dropped him. He was hurt. And he got that arm trial in so fast. Like, And the way he went from half guard to... Uh, side, I think it was side control where he, where he finished the choke. It, that was mm -hmm. really impressive. You know, like I said, Oliver, I, I still think he's, I think he's a Hall of Famer, you know, Marcel, in my opinion. Um, most submission wins in UFC history. This was a tough loss for him, though. And, and here's the thing, like, he's not old, like, but he's 33 now, you know? So he's not, like, super young anymore either. He's getting up there a little bit. He's obviously got 43 fights. It's a lot of fights. I think um, everybody, everybody under 34 is super young. That's what I think. Well, I mean, I'm 34. <laughs> He's, That's he, why I said it. <laughs> but uh, he's been in the UFC since he's been 20. 20 yeah, years old. Know. And, you know, that's uh, a lot of damage over the years. He took some more damage. He's actually been dropped in his last three fights. So, like mm. you said, Marcel, he survived those fights against Poirier and Gaethje because those guys, they don't have the greatest ground games, right? But Then Chandler also dropped him. Uh, it says technically he didn't get dropped in that fight, but I remember him getting hurt in that fight too. Yeah. So, like, he gets dropped a lot. Anyways, Rakichev, huge win. I agree with this comment too. Uh, no wonder... Hey John, nobody, no wonder nobody wants to fight Islam. Shout out to Gabin and Javier for telling nothing but the two about Islam. They're right. I mean, the guy's great. 
Not surprised at all. I think it's all camp. And Abdabi, people big influence there, gave him like can be a big facility room for him. When they said he, he spent a million dollars on his training camp, I was like, oh shit, like this guy's going to be ready to go, you know? Why do you guys think it's time next? Why do you guys think, I think he says, who do you think's next uh, for Charles? And who do you think's, who do you favor in the main event of 284? I don't know if that fight's official yet between Volkanovski no. and Makashev, but it sounds like that's the plan. Yeah. And I'm fine with that fight. Like I thought they would give it to Dariush, but Volkanovski obviously is the pound for pound number one fighter in the world. I don't have a problem with that fight. I mean, honestly, like, I don't, it's hard to doubt Islam after last night, but at the same time, Volkanovski is such a great fighter, too. That's a hard fight to call. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts about that one? Like, do you have a lean at all, or your microphone's on? Your mic's off. There you go. Yeah, sorry, man. The cable okay. for some reason. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I have to look into it, you know, but uh, it's difficult, you know. I mean, Makashev is big for lightweight, you know, and Volkanovski's come from featherweight. I mean, I like it a lot, actually. You know, it's a number, it's a number one pound for pound guy against the champion in that division. You know, I think Makashev will also come in the pound for pound rankings uh, on, on Monday. Um, I like it a lot. I don't know yet where I'm going for. It's a home advantage for from Volkanovski, but uh, eh, you don't know. You know, it's uh, Makashev is a is a very good fighter. You know, as we all saw. So yeah. Yeah, it's a tough one to call. I really honestly have no idea. I have to think about that one a lot more. I think it's very, very difficult to call. Um, and then what's for Charles? I don't know either. Like, that's a hard one to call. Someone said Darius. That would be fine. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. Um, he's fought pretty much everyone, right? Oh, I guess you could do Connor. You could. You know, he's not the champ anymore, but it'd be a good fight. Probably don't Dana, see that fight, though, because he's, again, not the champ anymore. But Dana said that Connor is six not the right? Yeah, so... Huh. Yeah, but, you know, Oliver is going to be out for a little bit, I think. I don't think he's going to be fighting, you know, anytime soon. Probably take some, a couple months off himself. Um, hope the Islam critics don't see, need to see him fight a top guy. I mean, we just saw him fight with, right? <laughs> <laughs> Islam's too big for Volk. Maybe, yeah, probably. I think it has to be Darius. Yeah, that'd be a good fight for Oliver. Abdel Aziz will be working on Darius getting the next title shot, keep it in-house. Yeah, they probably will be. That's probably the, the plan, but we'll see what happens there. All right, uh, let's go to the next. Are we good there? You good with the main event? Yeah, on? for sure, man. Yeah. All right, so the main event, obviously, Sterling just destroyed TJ Dillashaw. It looks like Dillashaw had a pre-existing injury with the shoulder, and it popped out several times during the fight. Um, you know, not not good, obviously, to pop out like that. Um, I thought Sterling looked amazing. I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. Landed 72 significant strikes compared to eight. Two, uh, sorry, five takedowns, two submission attempts, seven minutes of control in like, how long was this fight? The fight only lasted eight minutes and 44 seconds, and he had control for seven minutes and six seconds of that, which was pretty insane. Um, he looked amazing again. He's an outstanding fighter. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I mean, I think this is another fight that like kind of answered questions about people that were kind of like on the fence about Aljamain, right? Like, and I can see why people were, you know, Marcel, because obviously he has been kind of, you know, up up and down at times. And obviously the, the Jan fight, I don't think a lot of people thought he won those fights, but he won this fight, man. He looked great. So give me your thoughts on this fight. Because, again, there was an injury, but he still looked amazing. Yeah, man, the self-proclaimed GOAT, Dillashaw lost. You know, um, I mean, I picked Dillashaw because I thought he was more complete, but... I don't have any sympathy for TJ, man. You know, um, yeah. he came in this fight. He said he was injured. Then don't 
coming to this fight. You know what I mean? And don't complain about it afterwards, you know, because you're taking the shine of the win of, from Aljo, in my opinion, because Aljo looked great. I think he looked amazing. I think he 10 8 him in the first round. He completely destroyed him, man, in the first round, second round. And TJ, yeah, was injured, but then don't fight. You know, yeah. it's that simple, you know, and there are no excuses, in my opinion. He didn't look good. Alju looked great, in my opinion. Really good. One of his best performances yet, I think. Um, yeah, defended his belt, you know, uh, after uh, some controversies in the Piotr Jan fights. Uh, this was a good title defense, I think. And uh, I didn't expect him to do it, but it was impressive, I think. And uh, all glory to Aljo for this one, in my opinion. Yeah, no, he looks he looked great. It was one of his best performances, in my opinion. He looked phenomenal in this fight. What's for next for him? I mean... We'll talk about Mal in a second here. It doesn't sound like that's the plan. It sounds like maybe Cejudo. I don't know if you saw the post-fight press conference. I saw, yeah. Some fan. Um, he wasn't, uh, or not fan. Sorry, it's a media member. Excuse me. He, uh, Dan was like, "What do you think about that fight?" And the, the, the media member was just like kind of confused, I guess, <laughs> in a way. He didn't sound too uh, too enthused about the fight. For me, Dan, that, go ahead. Dan, that's really annoying. Always to, during those post-fights, he's like. Uh, answering all questions and when there was a question that he doesn't really want to answer he's like can you say that again please I, I, I don't know what was this about and then somebody said and he's like can you say it again he's just thinking in his head what he's going to say you know and he just let the people uh, re re repeat the question three times give him a, a hearing uh, whatever device or something you know what I mean I and saw that like, too yeah he, he couldn't hear much eh? I don't know what he, that he always does that man but it's always when there are difficult questions he react like that yeah. if there are like Odena great event um so happy you came here to abu dhabi uh can we expect a great event next year again like blah, blah, blah. and then he's like oh yeah thank you guys yeah yeah blah blah and then somebody asked him a difficult question he's like what did you say i couldn't hear can you repeat that please it's always the same man why are people falling for that bullshit i mean you're right you're not wrong at all about that that's for sure all right uh let's go to the next fight here we got well let's talk about this one actually we get the comments guys i apologize let me get the comments I understand TJ probably need a paycheck with shooting school the injury he said he received in April. I, I agree. I mean, why fight like that? Well, I guess if he pulled out, they probably wouldn't have given another one. But certain luckiest champion recent history wins belt by DQ gets gifted two wins by judges injury. He, he looks so dominant, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Glad people are starting to notice the end of this every time it gets a hard question. Yeah, you guys are definitely on to something there. Uh let's go to the next one here, Marcel. We got obviously Sean O'Malley's defeat. Sorry. Let's don't. <laughs> I know you got some stuff to say about this one. Sean O'Malley defeats Peter Yawn, split decision. I'll, I'll just let you take the floor. Give me your thoughts on what on this fight because I, I thought it was a very close fight, but I want to hear your thoughts on it. For me, Peter Yawn won the first round. I don't. I know people saying it was close, but that still doesn't mean that Sean won the first round. You know, second round. I think Sean started very well. He tagged Yawn, you know, but Yawn tagged him after that and took him to the ground. I think the second round was the most decisive one for Jan. Third round, people say clear O'Malley. Yeah, I can see you giving it to O'Malley. But I think many people were really influenced by the cut Piotr Jan had on his face, you know, and that they were like, oh, my God, this is you. People say damage over control. Though that was damage, yeah. The, the cut was a damage, but that doesn't mean that you're damaging the whole damn round. Um, so. Initially, I scored a two to one for Jan. First and second round, third round, I could give to O'Malley. 
I watched it back, obviously, because so many drama about it. Still first round yawn, second round yawn. Third round, 50-50 to me, man. I don't mind if you score it for O'Malley. You can score it for Jan. It could be 30-27. I think 29-28 for O'Malley is more outrageous than 30-27 for Jan. That's what I honestly think, you know? Um, I, I heard that was a split decision. I was like, oh, my God. And then I heard the third judge was Ben Cartledge. And I was like, oh, thank God. He will get it right. And he scored it for O'Malley. I couldn't believe it because Ben Cartledge one of the best judges out there, you know, in my opinion, alongside Michael Bell. Um, yeah, what can I say about it? I was really not happy with that, you know, and definitely because that's it's such a high, it's such an important fight for the division, you know what I mean? And I, I got to say as well that I got to compliment O'Malley on his fight because I think he looked a lot better than many people gave him credit for, including myself, you know, and... Mm -hmm. uh, but the thing is, everybody will talk about this decision because I think 95% of the people don't agree with it, you know. Um, the thing is, you saw on O'Malley's face that he was surprised, you know. And you saw on his uh, post-fight speech that he was surprised. He wasn't bragging or whatever. But the thing is, for O'Malley, it would I think, honestly, for O'Malley, it would have been better if he lost the fight by decision and everybody gave him praise for how he looked in this fight, you know. And now he wins a fight that he shouldn't have won, in my opinion, by decision, he looked good, but everybody's talking about how bad the decision is, besides 5% of the people who watch it. 95% is talking about how bad the decision is. You know, so it's also taking, uh, although he got the win, it's taking shine from O'Malley's performance because everybody's talking about the decision. You know what I mean? And if he lost, it's crazy talk, but if he lost here and he performed the same way, he could have said, like, I did very well. I did great. You know, uh, I didn't lost it. I, I didn't lost this fight. He could have gone on that same narrative that he always does. You know what I mean? But right now it's like he won. It's pretty much he got he got a guaranteed title shot by Dana. I know he Dana backtracked a little bit, but he, Dana said it. The winner of Jan O'Malley gets title shot. You know what I mean? So yeah, we'll see. I don't think O'Malley is ready for a title shot. I think he can hang with these guys on top. We saw that. Although I still think Jan won, but I got to give him credit. You know, he finally, this is actually the first time I'm thinking like O'Malley, okay, he's probably legit and he should, he should, he belongs in the top, in the top of the division. Right. I mean, I thought the fight was really close. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. Like, I, I, I would have leaned Jan Marcel very slightly. Like, I, I don't think it was as clear as a lot of people think. Um, respect your opinion, obviously. Definitely see why you thought he won. I mean, I, I think he probably edged it out. But again, I, me comes down to that first round. I, I feel like that first round was really close. Like, again, it was, you know, Jan had some control. And um, I think, you know, O'Malley had the better shots. And it really does apparently come down to the damage. I mean, we, we've seen some controversial, controversial decisions, though, like where it's the other way around, right? Where the control beats the damage. That's I think that's the thing that pisses people off is just the inconsistency, Marcel. Like some fights, the damage oversees the control, and other fights, the control oversees the damage and the scoring criteria, right? For certain judges, I thought Yan would win, but you know we see upsets all the time in the sport, and there's another one. I mean, I, I when I remember when this fight got announced, we were just like, "Wow, this is such a weird fight." Like, why would they do this fight? And then you know now we see why uh, mm -hmm. Sean Shelby wanted to make this fight. Marcel, he he saw something here, and it looks like he was right. So. It was a great performance, I think, by both guys. It was an amazing fight. We should talk about that. It was a fight of the night. It was a great fight. 
It was the best fight in the card. Um, very impressive fight by both guys, in my opinion. I really thought I could have gone either way. I, and the thing is, like, it didn't sound like Dana was convinced really that Sean won either. So it looks like um, it's going to be, what's it called? Um, not him for the title next. He mentioned, like I said, uh, Cejudo, potentially. I, I, I don't know if Henry deserves it coming off such a long layoff, but he is a former double champ. The UFC loves the guy. We know that, Marcel. So yeah. they probably end up doing that fight. That'll probably be the fight. I think Cejudo's back in the pool. He's been there for a while now. He should be ready to go in a few months. I think we'll see that fight next year, Sterling and Cejudo. And honestly, again, we talk about styles make fights, right? It looks like a good matchup, I think, on paper for Henry Cejudo, potentially. A guy that can probably stop the wrestling of Sterling, and then on the feet, he's got good boxing. Arguably, you know, the better striking. Definitely he's got, I think, more power than Alderman Sterling, too, right? So it'll be an interesting fight if that happens, which it does sound like Dana White was interested in that fight. Uh, Dana, we don't make fights tonight. Fights the night of the fight. Yeah, he loves saying that. He has no idea, but can't wait to see him fight. He's supposed to fight Font, right? I don't think that fight's going to happen. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. We have uh, Benil Darius to being Natalsh Gamrot and another upset. Like, and I thought he looked great, Marcel. I got to be honest with you. Like, I didn't expect this from Benil after such a long layoff with that injury. Like, I didn't expect him to look this good, but I thought he looked great. Uh, two judges had 327. I thought Gamrot won the first, like, ever so slightly. I thought he barely won it. And then, obviously, second and third, Darius won. It was a huge win for Darius. I think that's nine straight wins, if I'm not mistaken, or eight straight wins. Really, like, bro, he should be fighting for the belt next. Let's be honest. Like, he's got eight straight wins, and he just beat Matosh Gamrot, who we're all hyping this guy up, like, after that fight with Armin, right? And after his other wins. He's the first guy to really clearly beat Gamrod because, again, Kutataladze, I don't think he won that fight. I thought Gamrod won that fight, you know? This fight was clear who won. Man, Darius looked good. Give me your thoughts because I can't expect him to look this good after such a long layoff. This is the best performance of Benil Darius' UFC career, in my opinion, and the biggest win. And people will say it's Ferguson. And maybe name value, yes, but... If you look right now, this is a huge win in my opinion. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would have bet the house on Gamrot. You know what I mean? Um, and not because I think Darius sucks or whatever, but I think Gamrot was that good. And uh, Darius, he neutralized him pretty much. You know, he was better. He neutralized the ground game, which Darius normally thrives in. You know, and he was stand up better. He even dropped him in the third round. Um, yeah, amazing performance, and he deserves to fight for the title, actually, in my opinion, you know. But, um, yeah, he's like one like one guy said uh, on, on Twitter, he's probably the new Tony Ferguson, you know what I mean? And with that, I mean close to a title, not getting a title shot anytime soon, probably, because there are other people in front of him. And with other people, I mean the winner of Poirier, guess Chandler, obviously. Um and, and Volkanovski now, you know, so uh, you probably won't get it, but I think he deserves it, you know. Yeah, no, no, for sure. That's what it sounds like. So who does Elgin three, three weeks? They're going to do that fight. Should they give Henry a warm up first? Doesn't sound like it. It's not like they're just going to throw him in the fire. That's what he wants to. I see Darius fighting for the belt of Volk. I, I, I kind of agree, but it sounds like they just. I didn't know this Volk thing was that serious. Like I knew he was the backup fighter, but I didn't think it'd be like they would be do doing this fight so fast, but it just sounds like the UFC 
really likes this fight. They just really seem to like this fight. They brought him in the cage. I mean, when they bring them in the octagon and do that face-off, it, it seems like that's the fight to make. Um, yeah, that armored fight. Yeah, that was a close fight. Um, cancellation of Backchat Darius were perfectly for Abdel's. He's Islam got green, but Neil got game. Right now they have the same fight, which would be for title money. That's true, actually. That's a good point, Glenn. They were supposed to fight each other, was it earlier this year, I want to say? Yeah. I think it was so March, long ago, but it was March. earlier this year, right? Yeah, yeah. Or February, March, February, or something yeah. there. All right, let's go to the first fight. Manon Furo defeats Caitlin Chikagan by decision. I mean, we knew this fight was going to the distance. Close fight. It was one and one heading to the third, and Furo won the third round as she won the fight. So good for her. Obviously, the biggest win of her career over the number one contender in the division. It's a big win, Marcel. It's really hard to beat Caitlin Chikagan. She beat her fairly and squarely two to one. What, do you think the title shot's next? Would you rather see Santos get the rematch, or do you want to see Valentina against Manon? This fight showed me that Manon Furo will get trashed by Valentina Shevchenko. You know, uh, I think she won the fight. She won the second round and the third round. And the third round, she pretty much won because of a takedown, I think, because it was that close in the third round, I think. Um, yeah, it's a good win for her, don't get me wrong. But uh, I think that we should see Valentina against Tyler too. And we should see Manon Furo fighting Alexa Grasso. Because the Alexa Grasso Viviani Arujo fight, like what was that a week or two weeks ago, it was also uh, not like a huge difference. You know, I think Grasso clearly won, but it wasn't like an amazing performance. And this as well, this was a three rounder. Uh, Furo, uh, she won. She won two out of three rounds, in my opinion. Some people had the three out of three rounds, but. Um, I think the first. Yeah. Caitlin the first, right? Was it? Yeah, I gave Caitlin the first as well. Some people gave yeah. Furo one, two, and three, but I gave her Caitlin the first. But I mean, that said, I think if you look at it, I think Grasso's performance against Arujo was better than Furo's performance against Shukagian. But she took out the number one contender. So if they give it to Furo, I have no problem with it. But I think we should do Shashanko Tyler too, and we should do Furo against uh, Alexa Grasso. And they put it on the same card. Yeah, that sounds good. Someone that sounds good to me. Someone someone didn't know two big two hundred fifty guard bet. Who who they bet on? Was it Caitlin they bet on or the fight ends inside the why, distance? What was it, Glenn? I didn't see that. Why one. why would you bet two hundred fifty K on Caitlin Shukagan? I mean Oh you did? That's that's crazy. She, that's I mean I mean she she barely wins decisions, you know, <laughs> so you can't always be on the wrong side. I know a friend of mine always say, like, that Texas and Shukagian by decision, but still, you know, I don't know. You're freezing with by me. I don't know if any other people see Adam freezing. If it's just me, let us know in the comments. It is freezing. I apologize, guys. I can still hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you can as you well. Me? Can you hear me now? Yeah, Brock, I can hear you. <laughs> can I you apologize, guys, for that. Yeah, yeah, the uh, the bar is low right now. Sorry about that. If if it, if it happens, Marshall, just keep talking, okay? <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah, no problem. Allah Muhammad, Sean Brady. I didn't expect this. Allah Muhammad just destroys Sean Brady. Um, wow. Second round knockout. Give me your thoughts on this one, man. Yeah, man. Um, I also didn't expect that at all. This is one that for me went uh, down in picks uh, really badly. <laughs> this card. Um, 
Yeah, I think a good. I think we should let Bilal Mohammed only fight in Abu Dhabi. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is his last his last finish he got there, and now again. I mean, was a, was a good performance. Although I thought Brady did pretty well in the first round, wasn't bad. You know, I think I, I still scored a Brady 10-9 first round, but Bilal completely took over. Yeah. Man, really looked good. Uh, was con- uh, pressuring the whole damn time. Uh, Brady couldn't keep keep the same pace and uh, was kind of overwhelmed. You know, couldn't get him to the ground uh, where Brady's. Obviously, his his game is at, but also Bilal. But Bilal was better striking. Um, yeah, very good win for Bilal, man. I mean, this was a very tricky fight for him to take against Sean Brady, who has looked good in the UFC so far. And then first loss for Brady. Looking forward, what's next for Bilal, man? I mean, a lot of options, I think, at the in the top of the welterweight division. I mean, this is a big win for him, dude. Like, I, not only did he win, guys, but he knocked him out. Like, that's really impressive. You know, I didn't expect this to, to, to happen like this. Very, very impressive. Um, huge win for Bilal. He called out, was it, he called out Leon and he called out Chermayev. Dana said this week he wants to do Chermayev against Colby Covington, but I kind of want to see Chermayev against Bilal after this performance, personally. Um, Covington is great too. Don't get me wrong, but I just think it'd be an interesting fight. And I, you know, I think Bilal needs one more win for Telshot. But man, like, let's give the guy some credit. Four straight wins. He's won eight of his. Well, is it no contest? He's undefeated over his last nine fights. I mean, that's pretty impressive. And again, you know, at first he wasn't beating like good fighters, and now he's beating you know top ten guys. Luke Thompson, Brady, Maya. Those are good wins. You know, good win for him, man. I, I wasn't a believer, but the striking looked much better in this fight, obviously, and the pressure. Very impressive. And Brady just, man, Brady had nothing for him. It was kind of crazy. It was kind of crazy, guys. Can you still hear me, Marcel? You're good? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, perfect. Good. You guys think that TD by Manon got her the win? I think so, because I think, honestly, it was that close in the feet, and then that, that takedown probably got her for her. She has to expose Brady out in those hands. Yeah, it's striking felt that great. Cody Sapchus and Jeff Deal pick Bilal. Those are good picks for those guys. Yeah, I but, agree with this. Bilal definitely needs to. You have to pressure him. Go, go ahead. I mean, Jeff Neal picking Bilal. I don't put too much value into that because he beat him. Right? Jeff, yeah, of course. You know, you they always pick <laughs> if they if they beat someone. I agree with that. Yeah. I, that I agree with. But Cody is definitely good, better, and that's a good pick by him. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Kyle Baraldo defeats Mahmoud Muradov. Not the most exciting fight, but Baraldo got the win. I had a 29-28. I thought the second round. I think it was uh, ahead for Muradov, but. Not the not the best fight, let's be honest here. But uh, Barallo again gets the win. Marcel three straight wins in the UFC. I mean, that's he started fighting in the UFC earlier this year. Three straight wins. That's impressive, man. He, he's definitely a guy that can be a top fifteen guy. The problem with him is like not seeing like a lot of finishing ability from him. I, I just see him as a guy that's content to win fights, which is fine because the goal of the sport is to win fights, right? Like to win more fight to win the um, and not to lose. So I get it, but I just think like if he wants to really make um, if he really wants to make Marcel like a title run or a top 15 run, even get some hype behind him, I think he needs to start finishing guys. You know, Mayor Dov's a tough dude, but I do think you could finish him. So, anyways, it was uh, it was a it was a pretty you know solid performance, but nothing like blew me away either. A- any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, uh, I actually was uh, like Borrello did okay, but wasn't like amazing you know i expected a little bit more from him but uh yeah i mean we we pretty much expected him to be better on the ground than muradov although muradov didn't do that bad at all in my opinion um 
not a very memorable fight, you know, just like Las Barrios fight against Petrosian, also not a very memorable fight. Um, but the dude is good, you know, you got to give it to him. He is good. And um, I think that he needs to get a real challenge, a guy who really uh, makes him go that full 100%, you know what I mean, where he can't cut corners and be like, okay, I'm just sitting here, I'm doing this, and I get a decision. He, he pretty much... I got the same feeling with him a little bit sometimes that I had with Zabit. You know what I mean? It's like he needs to get a real challenge to get a real, uh, to get to put the best game out of him, you know? And right now, he, I have the feeling he doesn't feel challenged, you know? But uh, that's, that's possible too. That's a good point. Maybe that's maybe that's what's going on here. Barallo versus Hernandez. That'd be a good fight. Makes sense. I don't know if Fluffy's got a fight booked or no. I can't remember. I don't think he does, right? Or does he? Uh, yeah, he does actually. I think. Let me check. Yeah, he might have one actually booked. He's Let me check. Again. I'm probably. I still think this year as well, uh, December somewhere. Let me see. And Anthony Hernandez. Anthony Hernandez. And why the hell I can't find you? Um, can you check topology? I'm just checking my schedule. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think he does have a fight book. We should have just checked that. Maybe, like yeah, maybe I'm off. I always... Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Slow to load. One sec. <laughs> I know, right? No, nothing. Yeah, I use Alexander Hernandez against Billy Carantillo. That's a, that's a shitty thing with those guys who have the, almost the same name, you know? <laughs> for sure, for sure. Kyle Hyderman, hey Jason, what's up? Full mount, all three rounds, lost position, he's overrated. I mean, I, I, it's hard to disagree with it because the guy should be finishing these fights. He's getting these guys in, like you said, dominant positions, guys. Like, he can finish these fights and he's just, he's just not doing it. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Nikita Krilov against Wilkin. It was a pretty crazy uh, fight. The first round, anyways, was insane. And then after that, Uzdemir got tired and Krilov just took over with the grappling. It's kind of how I expected the fight to go a little bit. I thought someone would get finished in it, but. Either way, Krilov, another win for him, huge win for him, Marcel. Just one of the more underrated guys in the division. You know, he's been around for a long time, and he's looked good, man, lately. Obviously, two straight wins now. I think it's a big win for him, and, you know, I, I haven't really looked at, at who would be next, but, I mean, there's got to be a lot of options for him, you know, um, in that top 10. So, any thoughts? Got to be honest with you, Adam. I mean, uh, I think if he fights the higher-ranked guys, he's in trouble, you know what I mean? Because in the first round... He keeps. He's too wild, you know, way too wild. And and Ozdemir caught him a, a few couple of times, but he kept he kept it. Uh, he re recovered from it, and Ozdemir uh, was gassed later. Later, and uh, Krilov took him to the ground. You know, pretty much, like we both expected. I think you know. So um, yeah, good. But uh, I actually like the Krilov Hill fight that a local brings up there. Um, but uh, yeah, it would be a fun fight. I mean, it would be a good one, right? And Krilov would get test or Krilov would get tested on the ground a little bit, maybe. Mm -hmm. A good fight. I mean, obviously, he'll I think he's still waiting, right? He doesn't have a fight book, so that'd be yeah. a good fight, guys. All right, let's go to the next one here. Abubakar and Magomedov defeats. All right, so John Ann called him Gaj Gadri Omar Gadriev. I mean, I don't see an R in there, but I guess that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> no, I don't think so. He also calls Manon Fior Mayon Fio. This, I, I, uh, no. I'm just confused because the other commentators were saying Gadziev. That's what Felder was saying. That's what I thought it says, but. Maybe that's an R sound in Russian. I don't. I don't know. No, you know, you know what the thing is, man. They, they come uh, with each other before the before the fights. They talk with each fighters, right? And uh, they ask them how to pronounce your name. And I'm sure with Fioro, for example, they ask her how she, how you pronounce it. She's like Manon Fioro, Manon Fioro. 
She said it in French, yep. you know. And they they're like, oh, she said fuel. No, she said fioro, but she is like mm-hmm. she's fra- she's French, so she has a French accent. And it's like with Gadjiev, she's like uh Gadjiev Margadjiev, you know. And that's like, oh, it's an R. No, there's no R. So <laughs> it's like, but the thing is, you know, you know, I love John Anning. I think he's amazing, you know, he's one of the best. If he's the best, you know, in my opinion. But he's really, really stubborn, stubborn with his names, you know. <laughs> Even when people show him, like it's not like that. He's still like Verna Janji Joba. Yeah, 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 also yeah. another one. I mean, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, not for sure. Uh, Armored Trojan defeats AJ Dobson. Good performance, but AJ Dobson just terrible game plan. Like, don't Dude. shoot for takedowns until like 10 seconds left. Makes no sense, man. Go ahead. I mean, I think he could have won this fight, dude. If, if, sure. if he fought different, you know. I mean, Armored was like, oh, amazing. We keep it standing here. Awesome. You know, uh, I can win this. And I was like, what the hell? I had to laugh about uh, Mark Coleman in between the rounds. He's like, he's tired. You should have won this round. Mm-hmm. Go for it. <laughs> I, only, I I love Mark Coleman. He's, he's funny, man. He's amazing. He's, he's a dude's legend. So, um, yep. yeah, I, I think Dobson could have done a lot more, you know, I, I could have fought smarter. Not more, but he could have fought smarter. And I think if he fought smarter, he would have won the fight, you know. But he didn't, so uh, shout out to Armin Petrosian. You know, good win, solid win, kept it standing, picked the shots, good win for him. Yeah, it was. And then we had Mohamed Makayev defeats Malcolm Gordon. Third round submission, like really late. It looked like a decision was going to happen. Not his best performance, in my opinion. Like Malcolm Gordon did some good things in this fight with like reversing position and stuff. But he got the win in the end, Marcel, so good for him. Um, and then just quickly, Lena or uh, Carol Rosa defeats Lena Lansworth by majority decision. Close fight. I, I think that knockdown won him that first round. Personally, I, I thought it was a draw. I would have scored it a draw, but I can't argue with Rosa winning a majority either because um, it does come down to what you favor: a knockdown versus control. But again, that's that's what I have the problem with, right? In this fight, you had that happen, and then with O'Malley yawn, the the damage favored was favored over the control, right? And then this fight was the other way. That's the thing I think bothers a lot of us. Also, the referee in this fight, he took a point in the second round for an illegal knee. And then there was another fight with an illegal knee. Which fight was it again? I can't remember. Bubakar against Gachi. Yeah, that was an illegal knee too. Uh, I I think, you know, you got to take a point in both instances. You know, I've seen a lot of people say, well, um, it's the, um, what's the word? Inconsistency. of Of the damage. Yeah, 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 for sure. But for me, you know, Marcel, like, it's in the rules. You can't knee someone in the head. So to me, I would have taken a point from both fighters, personally. Any, any thoughts on these last two fights? Yeah, I agree with you, by the way. But honestly, I think we should, uh, like Keith Chillen said on Twitter, can we stop, uh, can we uh, change the rule that we can do knees to the, to a down opponent? You know, uh, <laughs> what, I would have loved to see it. Um, yeah, Mokayev. I think Mokayev looked good in the first round. Uh, didn't look that, he also won the second round, I think. But the end of the second round, he almost got finished there, man. Uh, third round, I think Gordon looked good again, and uh, Mokayev did again, did well again. So the thing is, like many people are judging Mokayev on this, this on this uh, performance, like, yeah, wasn't that great? Dude is still young, guys. I mean, and he got the win. He he finished him. So uh, good for him. I don't know what. Listen, guys, DC Felder. That's why you guys need to follow me on Twitter. I broke Brandon Royval fighting Amir Albazi. You know, five or six hours before the event start, and you guys are talking about Mokayev maybe fighting Royval. 
It's not happening. You know, that's why you need to follow me. I'm just kidding. But you got to follow me. So I <laughs> just kidding. I but, uh, <laughs> you got to follow uh, you, my friend, for sure. Yeah. But um, you got a must follow. I think they should, they should uh, uh, match Mokayev with a guy like Tim Elliott. You know, I think that's a beautiful matchup, for example. Um, and the last part, Lena Landsberg against Carvarosa. Yeah. It's like what I told you, man, before. It's like that 50-minute bathroom break before the event starts, you know. I think Landsberg started well, knocked her down, you know. But after that, Rosa controlled pretty much yeah. on the ground. And a stupid illegal shot from Rosa, you know, that knee. Um, and I knew people were like, oh, Landsberg, maybe got to go for a DQ here. I knew she would continue. She fought Chris Cyborg. <laughs> She's not going to give up. We know Landsberg. She's tough. Yeah. So uh, she pulled through. And I think you could have got that the draw. You know, it could have been a draw, could have been a, a, a decision win for Rosa. But, um, yeah, okay, you know, not a great fight, but um, also not the worst fight we saw. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I said some comments, guys. Uh, let's see here. Oh, Takugov. Yeah, he pulled out that fight with Lucas Almeida. That sucked, right? I want to see that yeah, fight, man. man. I woke up at 7 a.m. in the morning on on Friday. That That's early for me. I never wake up that early. And I was like... This card, what's I mean? I, I'm missing a fight. <laughs> I was like, oh no, Almeida Tugugov is off. And they say Tugugov had weight, weight uh, cut issues. And I was like, oh no, not again. Right. You know, and uh, just sucks. Also with Mustafa Nishikawa being off, you know, we, we lost yeah. two fights in five weeks. So yeah. That was a, yeah, that fight was going to be good too. It's too bad we lost those two fights. Um, I feel bad for Mustafa. Like that's the second time he's had a fight canceled in Abu Dhabi in like the last year or so. That really sucks for him. I agree with John in his comment. The judging is consistent. After that recent judging seminar was announced that damage is uh, greater than control, you have judges scoring both ways still. Completely agreed, right? That's what we talk about. It's just so inconsistent. That's why I hate when people are like, this is the only way you can score that fight. It's like, yeah, but if you had another judge, they might score it the other way. It's really close fights, you know? There's actually no real solution for this issue, you know? You know, for example, ACA and Glory do try with five judges and you get even more split decisions. Uh, you have one who's tried to score a per fight in the total. It doesn't make sense either because if you have like if you win like 40 minutes of the fight and you get knocked down twice in the last minute, you lose the fight pretty much. So it's just stupid, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I'm actually for. I think Gilbert Ivel always said this on our podcast. He's always like, we should win or we should fight. I know it's not going to happen because of the latter commissions, but we should fight till there is a finish, you know? And if, if they want to do only three rounds, you know, then it's an automatically a draw after three rounds, you know? That'd be fun. Uh, fight yeah. to death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just somebody gives up, you know what I mean? But uh, I know it's never going to happen because you got these tough guys who can go for one and a half hour, for example, and uh, a lot of commissions won't allow it, which obviously makes sense it's a sport you know right now and it's regulations and rules which is a good thing but uh you got to figure something out man with these judges because it's getting ridiculous now and then you know and uh i mean if if 90 percent of the 95 percent of the people see a certain decision and five percent see it different you you can't keep that that same narrative you know what i mean it's like pretty much like what, what the famous uh television host always says here in the netherlands if a whole crowd uh, chance, your mom is a whore. There's probably a certain quality of knowledge into that. It's just kidding. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, that, that was just for fun, guys. I'm not serious. But um, 
I mean, there should be something to the, they should have done something with it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's getting crazy. You know, every, pretty much every fucking event we're talking about, bad decision. And let's be honest, even if a fighter wins three rounds and it's 30 27 and one judge scores a 29 28, it bothers me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, and if it's, if it's a close fight, I understand, but we really need to do something about it, you know? Yeah, no, I agree with that. All right, let's get some more comments. What's the deal with the Hezbollah gimmick board of it? Little shit gets more pro than most fighters. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Um, is he going to be part of the slap fighting thing? That's what I've heard. Is that correct? Or? Uh, I don't know. I know the whole crew at uh, almost like from the whole crew at Eurosport over here who, do, who uh, does broadcast it. I think only myself and another guy have no problem with it. All the other, others hate it. You know, they can't stand it. And I always, I always send them pictures in our group <laughs> app about it just to be annoying. Is but, he actually uh, on the UFC roster? No, he's just like, uh, they, they gave him a contract, but not to fight, but uh, more for promotion stuff and that right. kind of stuff, you know? Right. So like today, like sitting Kate side, like yesterday, uh, uh, interacting with the fighters a lot of fighters who also like it you know there's also some fighters who don't i saw for example zach paul guy on twitter he's like if somebody slaps me in the face i slap him back for example and uh, let's be honest kid is 20 you know 19 or 20 so if somebody slaps him in the face too bad if, if they slap you he's back, only 19 you know? or 20 years old really yeah jesus i thought he was older than that man that's <laughs> that's crazy all right uh let's get some more comments guys he didn't take a point in talking about the ref because it was Nurmagomedov. Maybe he didn't. The ref didn't want the crowd to hit him. Maybe, yeah. Like, like what I've said was, uh, what I've been reading was, it, the judges there to assess how much damage is done with the foul. But to me, again, you get we and they talk on the broadcast too. As Mark Ratner always says, the first warnings in the back. Yeah. The first warnings when you read the fucking rule book. Like we all know the rules. I, it kind of blows my mind how many times guys are allowed to get away with illegal moves and fights. Honestly, Marcel, like. Like, we know the rules, guys, you know? So, anyways, like, go ahead. Like Mike Hack from MMA Fighting always says, like, why wouldn't you cheat? Why not, you know? You I, always I come away with it the first time, probably, you know? You usually get, like, a few nut shots. You usually get a few eye pokes before they actually even warn you. Yeah. Um, cage grabs. It's, it's, and then there's fights you, where they, the first instance, they'll take a point, you know? I, I think you saw also Norma Gamadov and O'Malley having multiple cage grabs, you know? <laughs> nobody said anything about it no you know? i was like okay cool you know and not cool but i like whatever you know if you don't say anything about it and you can't blame the fighters you know to do it because they know they don't get punished for it so yeah no you're right um a couple more comments here let's see tajir versus makayev um this tajir fighting tim elliott or is that fight not happening i don't know why i thought that was the fight i don't know they've been talking about that for like forever don't you think how many yeah, times a day is Makayev trained? I mean, he probably trains all day. I don't know if Takira has a match. Yeah, Hustem Havilov is there too, actually. He was there in one of the guy's corners. Um, Takira's uh, fighting Nate Maness on the November 5th. Ah, that's the fight. That's a great fight. Get rid of the 10-point Musk boxing style, judge, uh, style judging. Judge fights in entirety. I'm not against it, really. Like, pride style judging, I guess you're saying. Or judge the fight as a whole. The problem is, like often the judges will forget what happened early in the fight and yeah. put more weight to the later rounds. I think, isn't it one championship like that? I think they judge uh, like... I can give you a good example, man. Uh, you, know, you know Gustavo Ballard, that really short guy. We also fought in Titan. Uh, okay. I think the Columbia, the the Cuban guy. I remember uh, you told me about him. Yeah, he's a, yeah, 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 like four he, eight or something. He yeah. was winning clearly a fight and won. And then in the last, uh, I think last 45 seconds, 
he gets taken down and the guy ground and pounds, but he didn't finish. And he gives that guy the win. <laughs> Just stupid, you know. He he got robbed robbed twice in his first three fights and, and won. It's super stupid, you know. Yeah. Um, so I'm not really into that. And the thing for me is with that scoring and one. Right now, you got at least you got three points to score. You know, you got the first round, the second round, the third round. If you score everything in its whole, you know, you as a judge, you have a way more influence in the fight, in my opinion, because you can uh, you can judge what you think is more important in the fight than what's actually important, in my opinion. You because if you score a fight in its whole, you always can find a reason to give a fight to a certain fighter. You know what I mean? That's that's how I look at it. I don't know. Maybe people do think different, but that's how I look at it. That's fair. I, I kind of agree with that, too. Let's get some more comments, guys. Unfair comment, but Dana knows. He has a known hearing condition, and questions were have, asked with heavy accents. Go watch it, and you'll agree. Dana's a pro answering questions. Yeah, I I, I mean, I, well, Marcel is the one who said it. <laughs> I'll say that. Um, it, it just sounded like he wasn't able to hear anything, but we do know he does have a hearing issue, though, so that's true. Um, Hasbulla probably brings more views than most fighters. That's probably true, although I don't care about him personally, Marcel. I'm the same as you. You think a self-made billionaire entrepreneur of his saturday to stall for time answering these more questions than non-MA press? Come on, guys. Again, it wasn't me. It was Marcel, but since this is our podcast, I'll, I'll take it, David. We're all a fight. They were fingers and eyes. Yeah, he did He did a lot of... They really should have taken a point in that fight, I think, right? Was it Muradov or... I can't remember who it was, but it was Abu Bakar Nurmagomedov against Gachu Magachi. It was like eyes, eyes in the fingers. Like I do know guys are like they press against your face like like that, but you're not supposed to obviously go like this, ah, like ah, right? It's crazy. Oh, yeah. oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should have taken a point, honestly. You know, when you get your fifties, your hair isn't that great. I know you're like fifty, right, Trushaw? I, I believe you are, if I'm not mistaken. Do you guys know as Blue Buster always looks at the guy who does not win when announcing a split and make it more surprised? That's hilarious, Bircha. I I've read something and and. I don't know if it's 100% accurate, but I heard that the person in buffer kind of shades toward where he stands behind is the one that wins the fight. So I, I, I kind of like – that's the thing, right? Like a lot of people say, you know, let's get open scoring. Like, But Marcel, I think it's fun in a way to have the the, the decision like unknown. That's part of the fun about the sport too, you know? So I'm, I don't know. We're not talking about open scoring. I, we're not advocates of it in this podcast, but I know a lot of people like it. But for me, it's like that's exciting to hear. Like who's going to win the decision? Like when Bruce does it, in my opinion. Like I think there's there's something to that. Um, in this case, uh, you know, this decision was very controversial. But I'm saying in general, though, like I I don't have a problem with, um, you know, the just the way that we do the decisions right now as far as not having open scoring. I'm not really a fan of it. Yeah, I know. I know. Dana's got. He does have a hearing problem. You're right, David. 100 percent right. Um, it, it was. It was uh, some weird questions too, right? At the at the presser, some of the questions weren't great. Um, not there weren't. They weren't like full time MME people that were asking them and stuff like that. And the update in Gurum, I don't have anything. All right. Um, anything else you want to talk about from this card? Was there anything else we missed? No, nah, not really. You're good. Okay, cool. Um, Okay, so we're going to end this podcast, guys. We're going to start another one in a second here. We're going to break down UFC Vegas 63. Marcel, just plug yourself. We'll get out of here, okay? BitMarcel24 on Twitter and Instagram, Eurosport.nl, Mixed Martial Arts section. Guys, can follow me on Twitter at MMatterMartin, podcast, MMAOdsBreaker.com. Like, share, subscribe, tell your friends about it, guys. I'm also at bookies.com. I'm at, at MyMMAnews.com. We're going to start another podcast here in a second, but just in case you guys don't hear that one, I just want to say again, next week will be the same time. 
uh, 1 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. We're going to be um, we're going to be recapping UFC Vegas 63 and then previewing UFC Vegas 64, which is they just announced last night. Marina Rodriguez and Amanda Lemos. And I know Marcel, you're not too thrilled about that being the main event, but uh, we'll talk about it's, that by next week. What were you going to say? It's not a bad fight, but I mean, not bad, but I mean, not main event. Yeah. Like it doesn't really get yeah. me excited either. Although they're sure. both good fighters. Demir and Islam would be a great fight, but Demir's got to win a few more. Watch, we'll see a lot of uh, press conference. No, I, I agree with you, David. I agree. I, I think Marcel was a little bit critical, to be honest with you, but that's his opinion, and you know we're all here to have our own different opinions, so that's totally fair. All right, Marcel, let's start the next one up. I'm going to send you the uh, the link in a sec, guys. So join us there for the UFC Vegas 63 preview, guys, in a second here. Just stay tuned to the channel. Talk to you soon. Bye.